0: Junebug, what did I say? We fix up our pal Solomon here and then we get the van going. I'm checking the back. I can't do anything. Well, hurry up and get over here. I asked you and not Scotch for a reason. Be faster.
1: Oh, oh your small one sure did get me. wonder why she came after me, hmm?
0: Shut up. Junebug. Coming. What did I do?
1: Come on, then. Scramble up my brains like an egg.
0: Nova? What'd you say?
1: I thought you would have brought the boy in here to knock me out.
0: You were already knocked out, and apparently already scrambled.
1: I'd rather you didn't play dumb Miss Jessie. I know you have a van full of strange kids. Sure you do. You can knock me out and leave me here for days. I'll still be able to find you. I'm good at my job. And you're not making it far in that piece of junk band without your mechanic.
0: You know where she
2: is?
1: I just said I was good at my job.
2: What is your job?
1: I'm a tracker of sorts, you could say. (laughs) Bit of a bounty hunter. What's that? Well, in this case, kiddo, it means someone wants you dead or alive.
0: Me? That's enough. You've sweet-talked your way into a corner. Now, you either tell us where my mechanic is or I kill you. Junebug, you keep your mouth shut.
1: Oh, there's a neat little map in the glove compartment. Nicely labeled, if I do say so myself.
0: Fix him up, Junebug.
1: I'll be seeing you then.
0: (laughs) Why didn't we kill him? Where'd he come from? I don't know. And how did he find us? Don't know. Who sent him? Exactly. You don't get information from the dead. When we see him again, when we have Rosaline, We'll have all the cards.
3: Why are we going so fast?
4: Nova is going 30 over the speed limit. A risk we don't usually take because cops are hassle and the van is old. And with Rosaline not here, it's stupid we're going so fast. I don't know how she found where Rosaline is before us. Junebug must have told
0: her about the radio. No cops out here. But why? Don't you want to find Rosaline? We're close now. Does it matter? Come on, you two softies back there love Rosaline. Don't tell me you don't want her back. Have your cute little family with the baby? They're just pretending to be tough. They want her back. What do you know, Bug?
4: How do you know where
3: she is anyway?
0: Doesn't concern you. We got a map from Solomon. Oh. We've been driving all night. Are we going to stop for
2: breakfast? No. I've seen that map. It doesn't have specifics on it. You can drive
0: fast, but you're going nowhere. You'll do anything for food, won't you? We go to Denny's when we hit town, that's it. And only for a few minutes so I can get information about the location. We do the usual thing. Cola, stay in the van with Bean. But that won't work. I need to get out so we can call Rosaline.
4: It's our last chance. If Nova has a map that's not specific, Maybe we can get a head start and get Rosaline out before she can find her. But food is a good excuse. It always works for Junebug.
0: We're hungry too. You're never hungry. Well, I am. Scotch will bring you something.
4: That was our last chance. Maybe Scotch can call, but there's no getting to Rosaline if I'm stuck in the van. I tried to sense how pliable Nova might be. How easy to convince but I hit a rock wall. She has a one-track mind, and the air around me feels like it's filled with needles. If I move, I'm poked in all different places. Anxiety. Breathe, Cola. If you can't
0: pull out the poetry, breathe.
3: Don't worry, we'll figure something out.
0: You don't know anything? A local abandoned warehouse? Get me a vanilla milkshake. Enough, Junebug. I'm talking to him.
3: Let her eat what she wants.
0: And you, you're getting on my nerves with your goody-two-shoes routine.
3: Can I take Cola her food? Fine. I need the keys.
0: Lose them and you're dead. Deal. Wow, she let you have
4: the keys?
3: She's a little preoccupied. Here, eat.
4: I can't before we find where she is.
3: Eating is important.
4: Please, we don't have much time.
3: Fine, but just this once.
4: Where's a payphone?
3: Around the back of the Denny's. Let's go. You have the number?
4: Right here. I wrote it on Bean's foot so no one would find it but us. Shit. Do you have coins?
3: No, but we could try-
4: I do! What are you doing here? Go back inside!
2: Nope. Yes. I have coins. You need coins. What's going to happen here? What'd you do? Rob
4: the whole register?
3: Okay. Relax. Come on, Junebug. You have pocketfuls. And if Nova finds you with all that, you're gonna be in trouble. We're not supposed to take money.
2: Nova and I are on good terms right now. Suck up.
3: That's not antagonizer.
2: Don't talk about me like I'm not here! Well, you're obviously going to be a snitch about this whole thing, so why should we waste our time talking to you? Don't be rude! I didn't tell Nova about the radio. I helped you find a new one when the old one broke. And now I'm going to give you coins for one call. And then you take me with you when you find Rosaline, because you can trust me. Well, dial.
5: Hello, thank you for calling 101.1, weather for those on the road. Hello? Hello, how can I help you? Rosaline? Would you like to know today's weather? Yes. Again, I reply to the triple winds, running chromatic fists of derision outside my window.
2: What? Shh!
5: Again, I reply to the triple winds, running chromatic fists of derision outside my window.
4: Play louder.
5: A good poem about the weather, huh?
4: Rosaline! I thought you didn't like William Carlos Williams. He's growing on me. Sweet poetry, but we're going to run out of
2: time on the call. Or worse. Can we call Collect? Not on this phone. It's enough to pay
5: for as it is. We don't have much money left.
3: We? Here, Cola, take me.
5: Yeah, I can't really explain now, but I have an address for you. We're in Truckee. Perfect. Then there's an old abandoned house up in the hills, past where West Country road stops. You'll hit a dead end. It's hard to-
3: Got it. We have to go now.
5: Wait. Hey, Cola. What? It's going to be okay.
3: We have to hang up now.
5: I'll see you.
3: That decides it. We head out now. Junebug, what was the address she said? I don't remember. Perfect. Then you're staying here.
2: What? No!
3: I'm not taking any chances. I trust Cola, and I trust that Rosaline's been through enough. I'm not letting you blow the whistle on us somehow.
2: I'm not going to!
3: Sorry. I really am. But I have to find Rosaline and make sure she's okay.
2: This is so stupid. Cola? Scotch is right. No, he's not right. He's wrong for once, and you know I wouldn't do anything. Come on, sense it on me.
4: I try to. I really do. But all I get is this strange sense of calm from her. I try to feel the truth of the moment, but it's slippery. For a moment, I sense a guilt from somewhere, but I can't tell where. It could even be from inside the Denny's. My head is spinning from not having eaten all day. I don't know. I just know she's sure of something. And someone's feeling guilty. Could be her. I think we should go. Fine. If you want me to help Nova,
2: I'll help her. But just remember, you made that choice. Go, Cola. If you move one muscle, I'm going to scream. And then I'm going to scramble your brain so hard you won't be able to tell left from right. And then I'm going to get Nova to come down here and set you both straight. How does that sound, huh? You two are always running off to do something you're not supposed to. But not anymore. Rosaline's left and I don't think she ever really loved me, but at least she kept an eye on me. And now I'm not letting you guys leave either. You must be stupid. So you better start heading back towards the van, slowly. And don't touch me, Scotch. If you do anything at all, I will scream. And Nova will come. Nova will come for me. Now!
4: I told you you were a traitor. Yeah, you did. She glares at me, like this is my fault. Like I don't know what she's capable of. And maybe she's grown up lately. Maybe she's been thoughtful. But Scotch is right. We can't take chances. Suddenly, I feel a sphere of energy coming towards us, and I know that Nova is going to ring that bell for the Denny's door in about two seconds. And when Junebug turns, we'll be ready. Knock her out, Scotch! He doesn't hesitate. Just grabs Junebug's shoulder and she crumples to the ground. We run around the side of the building and see Nova striding towards the van. Where we're supposed to be. What do we do? Put her to sleep. What? No. You have to. I can't do that. We don't have any time left. Go! I shove him out from behind the building, and he looks back at me. Terror leaks from him like green smoke, but more than knowing, I can feel the clock. If we don't act now, something terrible will happen. My vision narrows, like the universe is squeezing out all of our time from the hourglass. Breathe, Cola. There's Scotch, next to Nova. She turns as if he said something to her and stares. And then his hand reaches, and she's out. You did good. We have to go. Do we walk?
3: What about the van? I have the keys. Get in, take Bean. Cola? Yeah? I don't know how to drive. I've lived in this van for five years, and I don't know how to drive.
4: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We can do this. This has to be something I can sense. It's going to be okay. I let Scotch climb into the back of the van, where he grips tightly to my seat with one hand and holds Bean in the other. Breathe in. One, two, three. Out. One, two three. You will not succeed, William Carlos Williams whispers out of me. I channel poetry. I channel peace. You will not succeed, I say to the van. To Nova. And I grip her steering wheel. I sense where she settled into her seat, where she held the wheel, making grooves in the old leather. You will not succeed, I breathe. And I turn the key. The engine revs to life, not just in front of me, but in me. I feel the car like Rosaline must have. Foot on the gas pedal. Shift gears. Breathe in, out, and go. Scotch says something behind me, but I can't hear him. There's just the van, humming in my stomach, and I sense trees and grass and cars fly by me outside turns and turns and turns, and I feel stops in my bones, rough things, and then smooth starts. I wake up at a stop. Bright, high noon light floods the van, and I see in front of us, the end of a road, a wooden blockade, and a hill of rocks in front of us.
3: Cola? Cola? Are you okay? Okay.
4: My hand leaves the parking brake and Scotch grabs it.
3: Hey, talk to me.
4: I drove the van. Somehow. How did I do that? You tell me. I just felt it. It was like things I'd felt before, but suddenly I could feel everything. Not just emotions and people, but Nova's memories of driving. And Rosaline's work on the van and the earth underneath us. It was... It was so much.
3: Cola, I want to let you rest, but we have to get going up the hill.
4: Just a little rest.
3: I don't know if we have time. We're so close.
4: I'll be quick.
3: You can rest at Rosaline's.
4: Please, Scotch.
3: I... Fine.
4: My eyes start to close, but before I lose consciousness, something comes together in my head. I feel empty, but in all the emptiness, one thing remains. The guilt from back at the Denny's is what permeates the air now. Scotch? Tell me something. What? What does Nova have you do when you put people to sleep?
3: I'm not answering that.
4: You kill them, don't you? Stop it. It makes sense. Please. I want to hear you say it. She'd kill me. She might kill us anyway. Can you show me?
3: What the hell, Cola?
4: No, not all the way. Just show me what it's like. No. Does it hurt?
3: I don't think so. There's no screaming anyway. How do you know? Well, I don't really.
4: You could be putting these people in agony. How are you ever going to know?
3: You want me to take you to the brink of death because you think I need to know whether or not I'm hurting these people that I, I have to kill?
4: Do you need to know? Desperately. So do it. Scotch lifts his hand and places it on mine. Not like when we were holding hands after I drove, but resting it lightly, like a small bird. He takes a deep breath and when he exhales, A little spot of black begins in the center of my vision. It grows bigger and bigger, a dark blur that obscures Scotch's concentrated face. My ears buzz as if my head was full of bumblebees, fuzzy, bouncing around the walls of my skull. And then everything is black, and I'm floating in silence, a complete silence I've never felt before. Even in my quietest moments, There's always wind or rain or crickets or Nova's fingernails tapping on the steering wheel or the engine of the van. Always, always, always the van. But this quiet is unlike that. I swim in it and it gets deeper and blacker than I thought possible. And my thoughts start to swim in and out of focus. And all that matters is the vast silence. I remember one time, we ended up at the beach when I was six or so. I'd walked away from Nova and Rosaline and whoever else, and I waded out into the ocean. I was as small then as I am now, and I don't think anyone noticed when I just kept walking. I liked the water on my skin and the way it took over everything, swallowing up the energies pressing and pulling on me and dulling them out. And then... For a brief, blissful second. My head was underwater, and it was quiet there too, before someone pulled me out roughly. No one pulls me out here. I'm drowning in this darkness, and it is deep, but I don't mind at all. I think of empty houses. I think I have been longing for this silence my whole life. And then, like a changing of channels, I'm back with scotch.
1: Hey!
3: Hey! Hey. I thought... I thought I'd lost you.
4: I... I just feel rested.
3: Were you... were you in pain?
4: No. I told you it would be fine.
3: It's fine for you. It's not fine for all those people. How many? You think I keep track?
4: Of course you keep track. You carry guilt with you everywhere. I'm always feeling it under everything. I thought it was just because you hated to put people to sleep. Of course you keep track. I know you.
3: 21. Oh. Rosaline was almost 22.
4: Rosaline? Why?
3: Her ability is going to run out soon. Once you become an adult, 18 or 19 or so, it fades. And then Nova doesn't need you anymore. And then you can't just run off to live your life.
4: But I'm almost an adult. Nothing is weakening.
3: I know. It's weird. I tried to tell you that the other day, but I couldn't explain myself.
4: Scotch? What if this is like my last hurrah? Like my dying breath before I lose what I can do?
3: I don't know. I don't know how it all works.
4: But that's why Rosaline left.
3: Nova took us behind a gas station and said we were doing a job. But I knew we weren't. Except Rosaline must have figured it out before anyone else and she's a good actress. She's smart. She played dumb and she said she would go as point before Nova could stop her. So she went around the front of the gas station. And by the time we realized something was off, she was gone.
4: She's safe now.
3: She knew I was going to kill her, Cola. She hates me.
4: She must know that Nova made you do it.
3: Nova makes us do a lot of things. I'm the only one who never says no. Even Junebug fights back. We have to go now. We find Rosaline and we leave.
4: Scotch gets out of the van before I can say something, so I follow him. Before us is a cliff of rocks steep, unclimbable, and even if it was, with a baby it's impossible, a baby. What do we do? This is going to sound crazy, but I just drove a van using a 6th and maybe 7th and 8th sense. Fair. Can we wake Bean up?
3: You want us to fly up this cliff?
4: I don't have any better ideas. Me either. So Scotch hands bean to me, and I look at her tiny face. She's grown a bit since we picked her up. Without Scotch to keep her asleep, she stirs, opening her eyes. They're a strange teal, like nothing I've seen before. But I'm reminded that I haven't seen many people. Then she seems to realize where she is, and one of her hands pops out from the bundle of pillowcases that we wrapped her in, and she begins to bawl. Loudly. I grab Scotch's hand, and for a second, I think it's not going to work. But then the rocks around me begin to levitate, and our feet lose ground, floating up. As a test, I kick forward, and we jerk back. Sorry. We float higher and higher, foot by foot, and Scotch's hand holds mine tight.
3: This is amazing.
4: But his voice is a bit bitter. I can feel how much he hates what he can do, and now that I know what else he can do, I understand it. Still, it is amazing. The wall of rock slips below us, and a hill of scraggly trees lies before us. Beyond it is a ramshackle house, not unlike the two-story mess we found Bean in. Something glints from the upstairs window. Now what? Kick with your legs behind you. Hurry before we get too high. We swim in the air, but it's slower than I expected and we're rising faster than I'd hoped. Soon we're two feet off the ground of the hill, but still a bit away from the edge of the cliff. We have no choice but to get kicking forward. Now we're even higher and we get closer and closer to the edge of the hill. Breathe. Three, two, one. Put her to sleep, now. We fall to the ground from about five feet up, hard, and just inches away from the edge of the cliff. I look to my right. Scotch is holding Bean out and above him to keep her from the impact.
3: Uh, I think I broke a rib or two.
4: Cola? I'm okay, I think. But a shadow falls over us as I roll over to catch my breath. A tall figure with dyed red hair hanging in their face smiles warmly down at me. Come to try to kill me again, Scotch? Rosaline.
5: This has been episode four of The Van, January. The poem in this episode is by William Carlos Williams. This episode is written and directed by Emma Montuani and produced by Jane Regler. The role of Cola was played by Leslie Gideon. The role of Nova Scotia was played by Dina Laura. The role of Scotch was played by Jeff Ebner. The role of Junebug was played by Julia Rose Herman. The role of Rosaline was played by Emma Montuani, And the role of Solomon was played by Vinnie Ali. This episode was engineered by Ryan Dorsey and edited and sound designed by Christian Ayala. Our super cool music was composed by Haley Camellia Redwood of Black Cube Angel. Check them out on SoundCloud. We adore their sounds. And a special thanks to Hannah Smart who makes our beautiful artwork. We're taking a brief mid-season hiatus. Next time The Van visits you, it will be February. In the meantime, check us out online at The Van Radio and maybe tell a friend about us. The Van is a part of Whale Bus.